We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The this hour is brought to you by Vasectomy Clinics of Chicago. Anthony Heron, score football analyst. You know what? Brad Pitt, you're a good actor. You're a movie star. You're more of a movie star than a great actor. And that's okay because you're in really good movies and I enjoy them. Former NFL defensive lineman and Iowa Hawkeye. And as long as that ends up being the case, hey, Bishop, I'm still on the radio. No, it's all right. He can hang. Paw Patrol. I need another Paw Patrol. Okay, I'm going to come turn <laughs> yeah, it on in just yeah, a couple get, of get, moments, all right? Big and Heron. Mr. Hedden, I want to compliment you. You're doing a fine job. With Bernstein and Holmes on the score. It is Super Bowl week. There is a game on Sunday. We got through the weekend. This is tough for some people who need to try to inflate non-sports into sports to because you know if the, if the Pebble Beach Pro Am doesn't do it for you and they were delayed for a while. The, yeah, it, it was really like bad luck where you're like, yeah, right? I kind of want to watch this. Nah, that's okay. I, I I think I was smart about it. I just said I'm taking a walk. Yeah. I am I am out. I don't have to sit here. I'm going to do some puzzles. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to get out there. And Anthony Heron is here to get us back to our our football focus, as it were. You can find him on Twitter at Big Ant Heron. You can find him right now, not only on the Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, but right there on Twitch. Hello, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. Anthony, how are you? You should have just left the country. That was an option as well, just to, uh, to yeah, get you away did. for a bit. You, were, you, <laughs> were you riding a camel? Yeah, where'd you there guys no- go? No sports of significance taking place, at least not in my world. Where so, were yeah, you? We, uh, we were down in Cabo. Uh, we were not in Morocco, as were, were some of the guesses when I posted a couple of images on social. We we were actually just in, in Cabo. We were in uh, San Jose del Cabo, and it, it was fun, man. Like The weather wasn't oppressively hot, but it was, it was warm and comfortable. A couple of days we wore sleeves, a bunch of days where we wore next to nothing, and, and we had a oh. grand old time. I love San Jose. I like it better than Cabo proper. I agree. Better than Cabo San Lucas, because San Jose, that old city, mm. and sometimes if, you, if you've ever been there on a Sunday when like, the church is letting out, mm. you get this real old world feel to that, 
that downtown sort of it's it's quieter. There's a couple of really nice right. little restaurants. It's just a great little walking area without all the Sammy Hagar-ness of, <laughs> There's of, a lot of, of, of the city to the west. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you go all the way to Cabo San Lucas, you're going to get your full uh, 80s hairband yeah. rock mode going yeah. to certain spots. And I mean, if you're into that, hey, you know, do, do your deal. But that, that's not and, what we were there for. And Farmacia. That is the other thing. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if, if you're in Cabo, every next storefront is Farmacia. Right, with you know. Everything you want. If you're stateside, you might see a CVS on every corner. When you're there, it's a pharmacy. Yeah, just that's, to make that's, sure that's if CVS isn't to. giving you all your steroids and <laughs> all your painkillers and all your you know, ointments. ointments and special yeah. tumescents. And, uh, I know what they're selling. Come right. on. And it's whale season there, man. So we, yeah. it was like every morning we'd wake up and have breakfast and just see whales. Like they just, we'd see a, a giant flipper come out of the waters or so looking out cool. at the restaurant or some you know spout coming up shooting water. Water into the air. It's like, oh, are you going to join us at breakfast? Well, no, not today. All right, well, that's fine. Then we're just going to have some blubber on your behalf, I suppose. But oh, it was Bishop a, must have just loved that. Oh man, he was he was in his glory down there. They had dinosaurs at the kids' club. There were whales looking out from the beach, and and Daddy wasn't on his case every other second about something or something else. So yeah, it was a it was a great trip for the entire family. All right, so so now you're back. You, you did the mm-hmm. right thing. You left during the bye week. And now you're back, and it's Super Bowl week, and we're ready to, to, to get this thing going. So I'm curious. if At first blush, when you look at the matchup between the Eagles and Kansas City, what are the things that you're curious about? The, uh, the roster, top to bottom, advantage is definitively, decidedly in favor of the Eagles. And like if, if the Chiefs can find a way to pull this off, which shouldn't be some big shocker, if they do, but if they do, it, it's a it's just kind of the latest testament to the greatness of, of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, because, you know, like, OK, the Chiefs got the best quarterback, probably the best offensive playmaker as well. And aside from that, it's, it's kind of like decided advantage Eagles everywhere else. I mean, best coach also in, in Andy Reid. But as far as the the talent, the players on the field, QB advantage Chiefs. Offensive playmaker advantage, you know, you got your, your tight end in Travis Kelsey. Aside from that, man, like everywhere is edge to Philly. And it's, it's not because the Chiefs don't have some guys, but, man, the Eagles just have a stacked roster. So if, if the Chiefs can pull this off, it's a big credit to the greatness of, of Andy Reid, of Patrick Mahomes, and certainly shouldn't forget the, the greatness of Travis Kelsey in that conversation because he's going to have to have a huge Super Bowl if they do pull it off. I'm always interested in teams uh, – deciding do we do in this game what we've done all year and what got us here, or do we spring something on them? And I always find that balance and that decision when the coaches finally get around to the nuts and bolts of game planning, how much do you want to catch them in something and say, wait, they've they've never seen this before. And how much do you want to just say, they know what we're going to do. They got to line up and stop us. So from game plan wise, you know, that's that's done now that the teams are there on site. And I think that when you're looking at, you know, I referenced the coaching advantage obviously goes to Andy Reid over first year Nick Sirianni. And Andy Reid not only has commanded the Super Bowl stage before, but just knows his roster, frankly, better than than Sirianni would or, or should at this point. And to know which buttons to push in game 
matter. You know, like a, there's a lot of conversation all around the sport about fourth downs at this point. But you look back to the AFC championship game, uh, you know, a couple of weekends ago where I suppose you could view it as the Chiefs like settling for field goals as opposed to what could have been, you know, fourth downs where they went for it on like fourth and medium in and around the red zone a couple of times early in the game. So they're up six nothing as opposed to potentially multiple touchdowns. They may have had the chance to score on fourth down. But Andy Reid said, you know, even though I've got Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback and Travis Kelsey as my tight end and I'm a I'm a wizard when it comes to calling plays, I just feel like the situation in game here where my squad is at and the potential advantage to the opponent if we come away with nothing here early in the game. So they quote unquote settle for a couple of field goals here then, you know, Cincinnati's in position where they do end up tying the game. But you could also view it as Cincinnati would have been in a position to take a lead in in that moment as opposed to tying the game if the Chiefs would have gone for fourth down there as opposed to kicking field goal to come out of those early drives with points on the board. So I think the management in game ends up being huge here just in recognizing there, there may be one way you've handled situations more frequently than not throughout the season. But on that Super Bowl stage, you also have to know just what is the personality of your roster? How are your playmakers responding in the moment? So if Nick Sirianni gets into the thick of the game, especially early in the first half before you get to go, you know, eat some orange slices at halftime, eat a full meal at the halftime of the Super Bowl. But, you know, as you're really getting a sense for how your team is responding here emotionally and mentally to the Super Bowl stage, that doesn't mean you just throw caution to the wind. If you feel like it suits them and suits the moment, you have to be able and willing to read that as a head coach. And we've seen Andy Reid able to read that really frequently throughout his career. Why do you think Jalen Hurd struggled in the NFC title game? I mean, he's, he's not – We've talked about it, and you, you were on top of the, the Jalen Hurts thing as far as comparisons to Justin Fields earlier than most people, Lawrence. He's still not one of these naturally gifted and rhythmic passers, and so facing that defense that he faced in San Francisco or against San Francisco, it is a different test. It's a different deal where you're forced to, you know, for one of the, the few times that maybe you're under additional pass rush duress, and then you have that additional stress and tension where Jalen Hurts has commanded big stages before he's played on them in, in college and, and certainly in the NFL. But every round you advance through and every time that additional, the, the, the sort of harsh glare of expectation is on you in this enhanced way, then it can affect, you know, your, your, your throwing motion, your rhythm, your decisiveness as a passer. If you haven't been a guy as Jalen Hurts this season, hasn't been a guy prone to turnovers. And you feel like, you know what? I got this game. I've got the roster with me to have this game in hand, especially once I feel like my defense has a decided advantage over their offense, don't screw it up. And then if that creeps into your mind, which to me, there did seem to be an enhanced degree of, of, of hesitation, of, of not necessarily throwing, because he's not naturally, as I've talked about with Justin Fields, he's not naturally an anticipatory sort of thrower. And so I didn't see a guy who was really cutting it loose throughout that game and so that ends up impacting things if one you're not just naturally rhythmic sort of a point guard throwing with a bunch of anticipation and then you have more duress in the game mentally and physically than you've been under throughout the season then I think we saw him have a, a far more you know sort of pedestrian performance than we have for most of the season I've been laughing about how we usually 
this time of year. We usually look at the rosters and we say, how can, and every city does this, it's not there or it wasn't close. They say, what examples are there? What lessons are there to be learned? What can be applied? But you know, the the Bears roster is so far away. Stinky bad. Yeah. It's not it's not even worth it. Like this is the first time I can remember where you're they're they're not even far enough down the road to even have the comparisons <laughs> feel like there's value yet. I mean, there's a little bit of example in in Hertz and Fields and the moving quarterback and some of that stuff, but I don't really know where to begin. I mean, the Bears don't have a, they don't have anybody who could be in the conversation with with these these starters on these teams with those other people. Yeah, right. It's a different uh, with, with game the, they're playing. With the non quarterback guys. Yeah, I think when you look at the, what was really intriguing throughout the playoffs is, is comparing the NFC versus the AFC. Just their rosters, their construct, and you know it plays out uh, again here in the Super Bowl. Just in comparing the, the the roster of the Eagles versus the roster of the Chiefs, but you, know, you look at the AFC squads, and they're they're the conference that had the the peak, the pinnacle of quarterback play even in certain situations where the rosters top to bottom weren't exceptional. I mean, frankly, I mean, very quickly, credit to Cincinnati, where they've reshaped their roster and, and certainly their offensive playmakers in a way that, you know, put the, the Cincinnati Bengals roster up against a, a lot of teams in football at this point. So, you know, credit to Joe Burrow, but he's got some dudes around him too. But I think specific to the NFC, both San Francisco and Philadelphia – what the Bears can take from that. And it's interesting by comparison where, you know, Ryan Poles obviously has been in multiple spots here, most recently in Kansas City where they got the QB and then you figure everything else out. But the completeness of the San Francisco roster, the completeness of the Philadelphia roster around the quarterback, you know, Kyle Shanahan deserves all the credit in the world. But in addition to the the awesomeness of his offensive play calling and game planning, the simplicity in some ways that it allows the quarterback position to execute with, but they drafted a whole lot of D linemen really early. They drafted and signed offensive linemen to quality contracts and drafted early. And so building from the line of scrimmage can be boring, can be mundane, but then it does show some sustainability in the way that both NFC squads have made the NFC championship game and the Eagles in, in advancing to the Super Bowl here where the Bears just as we're looking at what direction, and this will be our first real look at what direction Ryan Poles will value, and we can assume that the former offensive lineman will value the line of scrimmage with this defensive head coach who needs a three technique, and that they're just going to get a bunch of offensive and defensive linemen. That's kind of my guess. Well, at the same time, yes, you do have some examples of saying, man, to get a playmaker in here early, even though you already basically used the second-round pick, you, you drafted the second half of the contract of Chase Claypool with a second-round pick. So that's there. Is that enough? Do you feel good enough about that? Uh, I think this will be our first great look at that. But what's happening in the NFC and what advanced deep into the playoffs and into the Super Bowl, I, I think can put the Bears in a position where they say, even if we're not all in on Justin Fields, how do we build this thing around him or whomever the quarterback is for years to come? Starting from the ground up, starting from the line of scrimmage up, we do see teams that have paid dividends with that, but it starts now. It's not just something you kind of you know do the, the, the cheap pet deal a couple of seasons from now with. Look, I, I'm okay with admitting when I'm wrong. I thought when the Eagles hired Nick Sirianni after his opening press hmm. conference, I was like, oh, my God, they hired an idiot. Um, <laughs> since then, obviously, there's been a lot of success with them being in the Super Bowl this year. Hmm. What are the things that you that you can point to and say that's how Sirianni made them better? Oh, uh, 
I mean, honestly, I don't think the I don't think the list is very long and obvious. I mean, you know, for for him and Dan Campbell, think back to a couple of seasons ago when Dan Campbell first took the Lions job, and there's there's not a lot that either guy. I don't think either guy's done a lot strategically where you look at it and say that that the the sort of you know meathead tag or you know emotional coach label that that either of them is associated with. I don't think you look at either of them's time there that has had varying degrees of success. Dan Campbell year two, second half of that season, Detroit really got rolling and they were impressive. And now Nick Sirianni has really rolled here with what was a stacked roster that he took over and he's been able. I suppose to, to I mean, the push quarterback the right decision button. has to be it, right? I mean, that's the, the primary thing that has been done, other than just go play, to roll this roster out there, is is making this commitment to this quarterback and making it work. I, I, I would say that, that that's got to be tops on the list. That that matters. It it one hundred percent matters. I guess I'm I'm trying to look at it through the lens of of thinking whether or not Nick Sirianni is showing himself as a sustainably excellent head coach. And I'm I'm not seeing definitive evidence of that yet. Is this a team that's just rolling for this year, or is this a guy who looks like he can be at the top of his craft and and pull this off for a long time? If this roster isn't amongst the best rosters in football, like two seasons from now, because of what happens with the cap and guys who are aging out of things and guys who get their money elsewhere because now they're going to have a a Super Bowl berth or a Super Bowl ring on their resume. Is Nick Sirianni still going to be a guy, you know? And Kyle Shanahan hadn't hadn't won a Super Bowl yet, but Kyle Shanahan is this guy. We've seen him sustain excellence in San Francisco after being a quality coordinator. You know, Nick Sirianni, I just I, I don't know yet. I don't know that yet from what I've seen play out this season in Philadelphia because there aren't critical decisions, especially in game, whether it's strategically, whether it's game management wise. I, I don't see moments where Nick Sirianni just as a decision maker as as a leader of men is one thing as a as a guy who builds a collective as a guy who's been good for the culture in that locker room kept them on task I think all those things really matter as a high at a high level as a head coach like I've talked to you guys about with Eberflus but does that mean that up to this point first season that I'm seeing something I think is sustainable with Sirianni yet I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet big ant I, I feel like I saw a, a big ant rant uh, on on the video stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score, my partner has been saying that the Bulls should trade DeMar DeRozan. Mm. What say you? It it ends up depending on the, the return, of course. But my my big thing with DeRozan is essentially that he he gets to skate very frequently in this town because he's a player who has outperformed expectations since he's been a member of the Chicago Bulls. We kind of assumed he was washed when he got here. The Bulls signed him. Like, oh, well, what are they going to do with this guy? Is this some, some volume shooter? He's going to have empty calories, empty points. And then he has the season he had last year and has had at times this year. It's like, wow, we didn't realize he had that left in the tank. And especially because there was a stretch where it led to a lot of wins last year, whereas conversely, a Zach Levine has underperformed the hopes of the immense physical potential that's there. And so Zach gets the majority of the, the sort of harsh scrutiny and criticism, whereas DeRozan, you know, he's, he's just kind of like, all right, it's okay that he doesn't play defense, and it's okay that he's an isolation player who doesn't distribute the basketball effectively at times. So if they trade him, are, are you trading him just because? Because I mean, if you get a return for him, I think that makes sense. But do you trade him just to say you're unloading a DeMar DeRozan like, you know, like we've seen with Kyrie Irving multiple times at this point? No, I think you, you do at least want to – still have the opportunity to play competitive basketball. So I don't think you give him away for nothing. And I like him. 
I like his game, but I just think, you know, let's point out his deficiencies as well. Fair enough. I, I, I think it's a step back to take a step forward. I, I think you accelerate some developmental opportunities and, and you, you, you take some of the, the sclerotic ball sticking out of the offense. That well, and that, that's back. what I don't get with Billy Donovan, because if Billy Donovan has truly been empowered by this organization, then, then why? Like we, we've seen examples this season where even late in game over the weekend here where you know what? Playing through Vooch in the second half, and we're trailing by a big margin. That worked well for everyone, and Zach still put up points, and Debo still put up points, but Vooch touched the ball a lot, and the offense looked like a legitimate NBA offense. Why is this not a message that Billy Donovan has been able to get across? It doesn't seem like they've got like bad dudes. No, he'll in tell the you after room. the game. He will tell you after the game. Well, we stop moving the ball. Spell and, it out in detail uh, for you. Well, I would say call a timeout and tell them to stop doing it. Whether it's DeMar or somebody sense. else. It's, 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 instead of after the game saying, yeah, well, we, we got into some of our bad habits again. That, As though he's just a spectator. It, call call the timeout and say, stop doing it. Right? Because you're the coach. I mean, that's, that's you and me talking. <laughs> that's sort of where I am on that. Hey, Debo, come have a Gatorade. Come, right. come look. See how that ball's moving around out there? Right. You should keep doing that, too. We're capable of that. It yeah. looks better it's when an, that's happening. It's an idea. It's a thought. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Anthony Heron. I love him so much. <laughs> when we come back, we're talking a little college basketball. Things are going to get very, very orange. There's, there's two stories. Oh, yeah, we're getting what did super we write orange. Down? Very orange segment. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's two, there's two aspects to it, both of which are extremely, intensely orange. Next, we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com.
in Odyssey Station. Illinois looking to be in that two spot in a tie with Rutgers with a win here against also very hot Iowa. Tough ticket here today, huh? Jason Benetti, Stephen Bardo along with you. Ah. You're talking about Chris Murray, one of the most efficient, smooth scorers in college basketball. Great matchup between these two teams and those two players. Really hard to get in here today. <laughs> <laughs> Not letting it go. Troublemaker, you. Bardo's out here like, let me give you a breakdown so I can get away from this and Benetti not letting him off the hook. <laughs> the Orange Crush didn't make it into Iowa. Seriously, you, you, he's you, really good at this. Yeah, but you have to. You have to. You really think you have to tell me I that? I need you to acknowledge this. Okay. Okay. Yes. Everyone knows this is Orange Crush by R.E.M. I don't R. think M. everyone. I think so. It's it's a song about Vietnam. But the title. Has orange crush in it? No, I you're... see what you're doing oh, here. Okay, this yeah. one's a little on the nose, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like when you guys played Miss Fat Booty earlier. Well, it's great. We appreciate that. It's a great song. Um, so Dan, you remember on Friday how we were talking about the orange crush and their self-serving backwards-ass statement that they put out about what happened? Lame, with them. super lame <laughs> statement that they put out about what happened where they were impersonating the girls and boys club. And then Iowa found out and was like, oh, man, that's messed up. We're and, not going to honor that. And everybody's scared of them. Right. Because everyone's afraid of the premier student section <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> they are, Yes, you can't do that mechanic when people see you on Twitch. Well, that's fine. But yes, that they put out another statement. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. Okay. They put out another statement on Saturday morning. And you're going to notice that the uh, tone... And messaging of this statement a little different than the this, first this one. This is the, the amended statement. Uh-huh. From the orange, here today, huh? The orange crush with a K. They they don't even they spell it wrong because they're not bound by your rules. It's a backwards K too. No, it's not, but you get it. The students of the Orange Crush are among the most passionate fans in the country. <sighs> but in planning the Orange Crush road trip. We misrepresented ourselves as another active charitable organization, which exercised poor judgment. Uh-oh. This was our mistake, and for that, we are truly sorry. We also should have never placed blame on the Iowa ticket office and director of athletics, Gary Barta, or called them out for canceling the tickets. Protection of their home court is and should be their priority. As a nonprofit organization ourselves, trying to better the Champaign-Urbana community. Uh-huh. We have the greatest respect for organizations who are doing this life-changing work every day. It was never our intention to disparage or lessen their importance. The event has been a valuable learning experience that will help form best practices for Orange Crush classes for years to come. The Orange Crush road trip prank has become a tradition that students and Illini fans look forward to every year. It is our goal to continue the annual road trip in a manner that stays true to the spirit of fun competition Illinois fans expect. Signed, The Orange Crush. I can't hear a word you say. I said it. I think that either, either the school called somebody in and said, this is a really bad look. Or maybe... Somebody's parents uh-huh. called down and said, "Honey, can we can we talk about something here? Because this is this, this is, is ridiculous, and yeah. you're making it felt like to me this felt like Josh Whitman. 
Because Josh Whitman doesn't. Yeah, but Josh Whitman's one step removed from being right next to them. Oh, oh, I know. But he's enough removed that he's like, guys, what are we doing? You can't. That statement that they put out on Friday. Well, the own goal, too. Yes. Yeah, the, the fact that they knew that they had pretended to be another charity and then still tried to take on Iowa. And then I was like, really? All we have to do is say what you actually did? Well, that's what we're going to do now. It's it's so bananas yeah. that that you had to go through this, and then it's just like, um, so remember that statement that we put out on Friday? Our models win, and that is whatever is necessary today. Ah, uh, shut up. You know, like we messed that up. Why don't you just quit talking for a while? I, I think this might be the time for the Orange Crush to kind of sit back and get their champ kind on. <laughs> sit this one out. <laughs> sit the next couple of plays out. We said this segment was going to be extremely orange. And that is because... Oh, wait. And that's wait. the cool thing, because Benetti's connected to both of these stories. That's right, because his alma mater uh, is is making some news here. Check out Jim Beheim. okay? Check out this guy. You want, you want cranky old man yelling at things <laughs> sitting on his porch? He's talking about whether or not he's going to come back or not for another year. 95% of Syracuse people want me to coach. Why wouldn't they? As bad as we've been the last two years, we're fun to watch. We're still fun to watch. He says, my choice. I can do whatever I want. I love Syracuse. So as he was talking about where what his future is going to be, <laughs> this is where he got to. This is an awful place we're in in college basketball. Mm. Pittsburgh bought a team. Okay, Fine. My big donor talks about him. He doesn't give anyone any money. Nothing. Not one guy. Our guys make like $20,000. Wake Forest bought a team. Miami bought a team. It's like, really? This is where we are? That's really where we are, and it's only going to get worse. It's crazy. That's why these guys got out. That's why Jay Wright got out. That's why Mike Krzyzewski got out. That's the reason they got out. The transfer portal and everything is nuts. It really is. Syracuse back from the dead on Easter Sunday. (laughs) Is isn't that perfect? Isn't that but, basically what when when we were talking was it who was it Seth? When we were talking with Seth on. Yeah. Well, wasn't he basically saying the same thing? Kinda. And wasn't he cranky about it yep, too? He was. So the Wake Forest coach is, a, is he said the idea of him buying a team is a thousand percent wrong. He's never had a player choose Wake for NIL money. And then Bayheim tried to walk back his comments, or he said he misspoke. Oh, about yeah? Wake Forest and Pitt buying teams. Did you misspeak? Because you would think that there's a an, an actual abject lesson that happened less than a year ago from a coach doing the exact same thing in another sport. Nick Saban did this, where he was like, Texas A&M, they went and bought their... Like, it's almost the same language. I love Syracuse. A fine young man, Danny Parkins. I saw him wax people in a triple-A clubhouse in Syracuse. Huh? Wait, what? Huh? Well, Brandon Knight, who is an assistant coach at Rutgers, what? I found this really interesting. He says, this sounds like sour grapes. Next time, ask Bayheim how many teams he bought before NIL was legal. Facts. Don't throw stones in a glass house. How'd you get mellow there? You've been coaching a lot of years, and a lot of us know who got paid. That's right. right? And, that, and, and that was kind of the response that Jimbo Fisher had 
to Nick Saban. Right. Like, how do you come on, man? How do you work in this sport and not see the most famous football coach pull the same nonsense that you just pulled, then had to rein it all the way in? All the way in. And and the thing is, with Saban at least, he was doing it to a constituency of of alums and stuff. This is Bayheim in a press conference. No, it's not. It was him talking to Pete Thamel. Oh, that's right. Him talking with Pete Thamel. On but, the record. But here's the thing, too. You're 80 years old and you're bitching. Retire! Just retire. Just go away. If this is making you this miserable. It's part of the This reason. is an awful place. They're buying teams. My guy won't spend any money. I, I want to buy a team, but I can't buy a team. I mean, listen to what he's saying. He would buy a team with NIL money, but he can't get the money. His donor won't give him the money. Right. That's why these guys got out. Then get out. And Go Krzyzewski, play golf. Part of the reason that Krzyzewski got out wasn't just NIL. It was because he's old. His body's falling apart. I mean, he's dealt with so much. Yeah, but that's exa- who. If you're this miserable, stop doing Correct. it. Correct. You have all the money in the world that you want, and if you want it, you could just do. If you really, if coaching is your thing, you could just, you know, what did Jim Calhoun do? Didn't he go and coach like high school ball or like Division three ball? Gene Cady sat an NBA bench for a while just because he wanted to. If you if you need it to be pure, you can find that. But if you want, is Raleigh Massimino still coaching? I think so. I hope you didn't just kill Raleigh Massimino. Oh, I've I've been accused of like right and left. Who did I? Who did Beth say I killed yesterday? During the Grammys or something, I, I forgot who it was, but they've been mentioning all these people who are like, wait a second, is this person alive? Is this person alive? And she's she's she didn't get over the fact that I she th- thinks I killed Harry Carey. Yeah, Raleigh Massimino has been dead since 2017. So not coaching. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't... <laughs> He still could be coaching. These guys, you know, they they once, in a sense, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, once once they get the bug, death doesn't stop half of them. What's your name, son? Danny Bernstein. I'm from Deerfield. No, Illinois. not there. It was I went on this rant about what they did to what Harry did to Josh Lewin and to try to squeeze Chip into the booth because oh. they had hired Josh Lewin and Harry Chip's back. When Harry froze out Josh Lewin because he was just being a jerk, so I call it Harry. Like, then the next day, Harry's dead. So, oh yeah, right. Then you then you did put the kibosh on your own knee. Yes, well that's different. That you was Priestess the- Miriam. Yes, I put my shoe. We put a hex on Kurt Warner, but we used my shoe, and then I blew out my knee. Yes, and now you've killed Rolly Messamino five years after he died. No, I that's the I didn't kill him. It was the opposite of that. But it just this stuff from Bayham. This is an awful place. All oh, this stuff. These kids and they're getting paid. I got to do all this work, and I got to. It would have. Uh, what did Seth Greenberg say? Like, we gotta, you got to constantly be re-recruiting your own guys? Yeah, because they can yeah. leave. Yeah. But, but well, at, you guys sucks lived, for you, you man. lived high off the hog for decades. For decades, you've been living high off the hog. You've been able Isn't to- high on the hog? High, well, I'm, yeah, high on the hog. I think it's high on the hog. Yeah, you're right. It's high on the hog. For right. decades in college basketball. And now, now that there's a little bit of, you know- Guys getting some opportunities to go do other things. And I have my issues with the transfer portal, too. And I, I don't always think that these young men get great advice on when to transfer and where to transfer to. That's that's on them. That's their opportunity to try and make their life better. And they make that mistake. They're going to have to live with that mistake. But come on, come man. On, come on. You're out here. Come on. You're out here like this. 
Speaking of college basketball, hmm. DePaul this weekend, man. They're playing Seton Hall. And I want to say Seton Hall didn't score a basket for the first eight minutes of the game. College basketball, ladies and gentlemen. And DePaul still lost. E9 is what advances Hayward to second base. That's a bulging thoracic disc in his back. We've got High Noon coming up next. I have yet another animal that was liberated from a zoo enclosure. You're going to be seeing, noticing something's absence this year during the Super Bowl. We'll share that with you next here on The Score. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'll be back this way on Monday. We'll settle this then. Right there, out in the street, in front of the Palace Saloon. Yeah, right. When? High noon? Time for High Noon. We started out just talking about this weird weekend and what to do with no sports on and trying to force non-sports to be sports. And if you really had to sit in front of the TV and watch non-sports, you could. But there's a lot of garbage out there. A lot of complete hooey on your television. So... Including the All-Star Weekends of both the NFL and the NHL. And I I think during transition, you made an important declaration that you're manninged out. I've had enough. I'm done. I I love them, and but we've reached the saturation point, at least for me. We discussed the Kyrie Irving trade and uh, some of the, the 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 blessing and curse of player empowerment in the NBA, and how it's great that players have power, but when you wield it without any rhyme or reason, and indulge just your latest whim without much of a plan. It sucks, and and there's a lot of people involved, and you you might be better off really partnering with someone who's able to keep you from some of your whims and tell you no on occasion, because it's hard to look at an example of a team that has been put together by players, primarily other than the mega heat that kind of started this trend, but that wasn't all. That wasn't all players either. That, I think that's part of the misunderstanding. That's uh, Pat Riley and Eric yes, Spolstra, correct? And Heat culture and, and a plan for how it was going to work out. Anthony Heron talked with us, and we gave you the denouement of the Orange Crush saga and uh, ripped on Jim Beheim for being a penis. It's, um... This from the Associated Press: Fox sells out all of its Super Bowl commercials. And I'll go on to read, according to AP and May Anderson, who wrote this piece. Fox says it has sold out all of its Super Bowl 57 ad space as of the end of January. The big game between the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles takes place on Sunday. The Super Bowl is advertising's big stage with advertisers jockeying to get their products in front of more than 100 million people that watch each year. 
Mark Evans, executive vice president of ad sales for Fox Sports, said a few ads went for more than $7 million for a 30-second spot. Most sold between $6 million and $7 million. Anheuser-Busch remains the biggest advertiser with three minutes of national airtime. The beverage giant gave up its deal to be the exclusive advertiser this year. So Heineken, Diageo, Remy Martin, Martin, and Molson Coors are also in the game. Other big categories advertising included packaged food like Doritos and M&M's, movie studios and streaming services, automakers, and tech companies, Evan said. Out this year, crypto companies. Well, what did I say last year at this time? I said it the next day. I said, if that doesn't give you a sense that something bubbly is going on, and I'm and I'm no great business mind, but when people at the retail level where they're spending that much money to have LeBron James, Matt Damon, and Larry David tell you to buy something, you, you probably missed the market. Last year's Super Bowl was dubbed the Crypto Bowl because four cryptocurrency companies FTX, Coinbase, Crypto.com, and eToro ran splashy commercials, but in November, FTX filed for bankruptcy, and its founder was charged in a scheme to defraud investors. This year, two crypto advertisers had commercials booked and done, and two others were on the one-yard line, Evan said. But once FTX news broke, once the FTX news broke, those deals weren't completed. Now there's quote, zero representation in that category on the day at all close quote so crypto will not be on your tv during the super bowl on sunday saying fortune favors the brave it was supposed to be fortune favors the bowl right but he said fortune favors favors the brave brave. like i said high off the hog by the way it is high on the hog because it was believed that the best meat on the hog came from higher up on the body meant you weren't eating the feet if you were eating the stuff, if you're living, living high on the hog. Okay, cool. Vandals set free a Eurasian eagle owl from the Central Park Zoo. You ever seen a Eurasian eagle owl? I don't think so. Cool as hell, man. They're giant and really owly looking. So Flacco has been liberated. Joe? And he is perched high in a tree. He has been seen all around Central Park. He's not going very far. He is a 12-year-old Eurasian eagle owl that has been the latest it bird in Central Park. But he's usually there in the zoo, which is part of the problem. There's, there's, I mean, the bird community there is a fascinating one. And I think there was the, there was the wood duck one year. There's a mandarin duck that got in there. But those are all animals visiting from the wild. This, this kind of sucks. And you think, okay, great. Well, someone just thinks that all animals should be free, and that eagle should be, or the eagle owl should be allowed to go be an eagle owl. Here's the problem: that experts drop down and get your eagle owl on. <laughs> experts say Flacco doesn't know how to find food for himself. Oh, because Flacco's never learned how to hunt, so he might end up being prey. Well, I don't know if he's going to be prey, but he's going to be awfully hungry. Is it possible that he can figure it out? Do the instincts kick back in? I don't. I, it doesn't seem so. I think after 12 years in captivity when people have been bringing you raw hamburger or whatever you wanted or whatever you want, get a nice little Sabret's hot dog from the vendor down the street <laughs> that uh, he just doesn't know. Now, there are there are wild raptors around New York and around Central Park. Vince if, Carter. Have you ever seen the video of the red-tailed hawk in New York? 
that goes you know the you know the steel garbage cans that are just like the the, the metal ribs it's like rebar yeah, yeah. all around a fully grown red tail hawk goes dive bombs into one of those to get a rat good there's video of it and it is like the most city Raptor move you've ever seen. It's like I'm hungry. Oh, there's oh, look one. at that. Yeah, look at that. It's so one of those guys at the bottom of the garbage yeah, can. Yeah, you're gonna go to garbage can. All right. Well, now I got you. You think you're safe? <laughs> you're not safe. <laughs> nope. I can still see you because <laughs> right. I'm a red-tailed hawk. Yeah, death from above. And everybody, it's, there's people all over the place too. And this thing goes boom. Like garbage flies up. Be like, oh my goodness, what's going on? And then the hawk pops up. It's like I'm just getting some food. Here. I, what are you, what I was are, hungry. What are you guys looking at? You know it's got a thick New York accent, too. Right? Like, the hawk sounds like Rakim. <laughs> and just comes out of there with this and flies off of this huge rat the size of a squirrel. i got to find the video. That's so I, great. I think I posted it at one point, but it's great. So, yeah, I hope I hope that Flacco can be rescued, brought back to his enclosure, and fed. Because even if somebody thought they were doing a good deed, they weren't. Poor Flacco. That is High Noon. We do it every day around this time, this very here time. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Bulls. They've got a game against the Spurs tonight. With the two wins that they've had since we left you, what is it that we're rooting for? I I don't know. We're trying to figure it out. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's really hard. It's really hard to know what they think they are and what we're supposed to think they are and the standards to which we're supposed to hold them. Trust me, as somebody who who does a, a frequent Bulls podcast, we're constantly grappling with the micro and the macro. Like, yeah, you what, guys are what, doing it in the latest episode of Organizations Win Championships. Yeah, what, what are we doing here? Where is this going? What are, What should our expectations be for growth and competitiveness? The whole deal. We'll talk it through next on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.